Welcome, fellow classic movie fans. This is Johnny again, and I wanted to do another podcast about the golden age of Hollywood. You know, it's a wonderful series to be able to discuss all the different features that we love from that wonderful time in Hollywood history from the 1930s to the 60s, some of the greatest performances ever made. And in today's podcast, I want to discuss a little bit about one of the greatest performers of all time. In fact, the American Film Institute in 1999 recognized him as the number one uh, greatest screen legend or greatest screen actor, and that was Humphrey Bogart. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of Bogart fans that are going to hear this podcast. And just like you guys, Humphrey Bogart's my favorite actor from Hollywood's golden age. And for those of you who don't know, who just, of course, know that Bogart was a big legend, you just know him pretty much from Casablanca and the African Queen and so forth. His body of work was really outstanding. And you could even look at it from before he became an A-list star. When you see from his breakout role in 1936 is The Petrified Forest with Leslie Howard and Betty Davis. His role as Duke Manatee was so powerful, so outstanding. And you got to give credit to Leslie Howard for, you know, supporting Bogart and trying to get that role when Warner Brothers decided to do the screen version of this Broadway hit. And of course, Bogart was cast and he made his impact and he became a featured player in Warner Brothers Pictures. However, he was still considered below the A-list actors, you know, James Cagney, Edward G. Robinson, even George Raft, they were above him on the marquee at that time. So while Bogart succeeded with that great role in The Petrified Forest, he still had more work to do to attain that A-level status. And of course, in the next several years, he was able to attain that. But if you just look at his roles from 1936 to 1940, he had some very significant roles here, which I personally like. For example, as I mentioned, The Petrified Forest was a great picture he showed that famous, sullen, dark persona that Bogart was going to become famous in in later movies. But there was a couple of others that he did here that were very, very good. For example, uh, San Quentin, very powerful performance on his, his end there. One of my favorites, Dead End, Bogart playing the gangster role again. The Black Legion was very powerful performance. Bogart really showed his range and depth here in playing a man who was disillusioned with where his life was going economically. And he ended up joining the Black Legion, thinking that that was going to help solve his problems. And of course, he was, you know, lost politically. And he thought in his character that that was going to help him find his balance or his closure in life. But of course, we saw how that movie goes. I don't want to spoil it for you, but very powerful performance. Actually, it would be very poignant for today with all the stuff that's going on in the world. But it's very interesting when you see his later roles, for example, in 1939, to me, one of his, I think this is his top, one of his top four performances, even though he was still, he was not the A-list star in this movie, but the Roaring Twenties to me, his role there, that was the Bogart that we all come to know and love. I mean, just playing that character, you know, we saw how dark he was, you know, with Cagney, they were in the war, for those of you who never saw the Roaring Twenties. You just see how he just, the menacing aspect of that deviousness that he showed there. And you could just see that Bogart was an actor who you could tell he was eventually going to hit that A-list stardom. I mean, to me in that movie, Cagney was great, but Bogart to me was the one that really made that picture. I mean, he really 
really added something to Cagney's character. And the two of them were just both dynamic. And that to me is one of an all-time great movie. So for those of you who haven't seen it, The Roaring Twenties, 1939, classic Bogart persona, great movie. Excellent. And then, of course, the movie that made him the A-list star, of course, we all know the story, was High Sierra in 1940 and 1941 rather and for those of you who don't know what happened there George Raft as I mentioned before was already a big star you know from the 1930s onward but of course in that time a lot of A-list stars would sometimes reject certain scripts because they didn't know obviously that some would be major pictures or they just felt that you know for other reasons maybe the salary wasn't good enough or they had a better script or another offer from a studio and they felt that that script wasn't worthy of it. So apparently High Sierra was originally made with George Raft in mind, but he rejected that script. And of course, Humphrey Bogart ended up getting it and he became the A-list star that he was trying to become for so many years. And that was the movie that set him on the rest of Bogart's career from 1941 onward. That was the movie that made him the the set him on course to become the legend that we know of him today. And so if you get a chance to see that, you definitely have to see it. High Sierra with Ida Lupino, another great underrated actress. That was where Bogart really cemented his status as an A-list star. And then, of course, 1942, the picture that we all know, Casablanca, all-time great. And Bogart, of course, kept building. And that's the thing, when you look at his career, his body of work, he was building there was no there was no peaks and valleys there. Once he got that big role, 1936, Petrified Forest, he steadily kept building, putting in the hard work. And of course, Warner Brothers finally realized that he was that A-list star that they needed to take them into the post-war years. And he did that successfully. And of course, now, once you get into the other half of Bogart's career, from 1944 onward, when he... Uh, did uh, that movie with Lauren Bacall to have and have not. And that was the movie on set where they actually fell in love and ended up becoming married and did four pictures together. And so that in itself is another story for another podcast. We'll discuss that sometime in the near future too. But of course, his body of work, his catalog is excellent. I mean, I've seen about half of his movies. I've seen quite a few from his pre-1940s, like I mentioned, The Petrified Forest, San Quentin, in those movies, The Roaring Twenties, uh, Kid Galahad, quite a few that he's done there. And then, of course, the 1940s, the ones he did, did, I've seen all four that he's done with his wife, Lauren Bacall. My favorite of the four that he did was The Big Sleep. I mean, to me, the dialogue was incredible and the action was very fast paced. That's a classic right there. To me, that's my favorite uh, that they all four did together. But when you see Bogart, what he did... Well, he won his first his first and only Academy Award in 1951 for another wonderful picture, The African Queen. And he did that one, of course, with Catherine Hepburn. And so, of course, there Bogart showed that vulnerability. And that's where, of course, his range and depth was getting better. You know, obviously, Bogart worked very hard in his craft. He didn't just settle to become just a star. He really wanted to become a great actor. And he did that. You know, when you look at some of the his contemporaries from that time, some of those actors, they were content to just be a box office star. But you could see that Bogart put the work in. He picked good scripts and he really, really wanted to work on his range and depth. And he definitely did. That. And that's why he's an enduring 
screen legend today. So definitely, if you have, if you want to see, get a good view of who Bogart really was, without mentioning Casablanca, to me, the movies that you would have to see from him is, of course, those. Um, the Treasure of the Sierra Madre in 1948, which I think to me was his best performance. And of course, one of the greatest pictures ever made. But right there, I don't know how. I think to me, the Oscars, gross oversight. How he was not nominated for an Academy Award for that performance is incredible. But, you know, that's something, you know, people may have different opinions on. But if you could get a chance to see that, The Treasure of the Sierra Madre, 1948. And, of course, uh, all the four pictures that he did with his wife, Lauren Bacall. That's something that you definitely would find entertaining. And, like I said, his impact, a lot of the movies that he made, The Maltese Falcon, 1941, another enduring classic. That's the one that most people credit as being the beginning of the film noir um, era in the 1940s. But, so, of course, many performances, all the dialogue that's become part of the American culture, as we know in Casablanca. Um, Louis, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship to end that picture. And, of course, the Maltese Falcon, 1941, it's the stuff that dreams are made of. It's like so many, his impact on American culture is undeniable. And so it makes sense that he should be deemed as the greatest screen legend by the American Film Institute from that time. Of course, Bogart did so many pictures, so everyone's going to have an opinion as to what his five best were. So everyone, of course, has personal favorites as well. And those are mines. I would have to say uh, the Roaring Twenties, um, the Treasure of the Sierra Madre, the African Queen, the Big Sleep, and Black Legion. If you see those five, I think you'll get a good range and you could see you just appreciate how deep Bogart was. And his underrated pictures, uh, Conflict with uh, Alexis Smith, that was a very powerful role. And so that's something you definitely would have to see. The Two Miss Carols is only pairing with Barbara Stanwyck. That was a very entertaining, underrated picture as well. So, of course, there's a lot to discuss. So maybe I might do a part two on this podcast regarding uh, Humphrey Bogart's uh, screen career because there's just so much that he did. And so hopefully, like you guys, you have taken the time to see and enjoy a lot of his performances. And he's definitely, for me, the greatest actor from Hollywood's golden age. Okay, so hope you all enjoy this podcast. And like I said, hopefully join me next time as we discuss more of our favorites from Hollywood's golden age. Thank you so much.